This past week, uh, we celebrated, one of the saints that we celebrated was St. John Vianney, who is the patron saint of priests. And I want to look at his life as a way to unpack today's scriptures. St. John Vianney was a faithful and prudent steward of what God gave him. He shows us what one dedicated soul can accomplish through fidelity to the Lord. He, he grew up during the time of the French Revolution, so this is a time in France where Catholicism was being suppressed in many ways. Many people were being uh, killed for the faith or being told they could no longer practice the faith or live as Catholics. Uh, religious houses were being closed and so forth. So it was a difficult time to be a Catholic in France. He learned his catechism in secret and received his first communion and uh, confirmation in secret. After many hardships and after the war of Napoleon's wars had been concluded, he eventually was ordained a priest and sent to a small village of Ars in southern France, where he would serve as a parish priest for the next 41 years. Kind of different than what we have now, isn't it? Initially, the people of Ars were totally uninterested in the Catholic faith. They weren't too uh, impressed by this little short man who came uh, and seemed to be a very pious man. The years of the French Revolution had, and the turmoil that it had caused had left the people pretty um, uninterested in the faith. They were you know, little or not, not at all aware of how to practice the faith or what it even meant to be a Catholic. So they had a whole generation of people who really were lost when it comes to living as Catholics. And, they, and those that had received the sacraments were at best lukewarm. So it's a difficult place to begin and try to work pastorally to share the gospel. St. John of Bain prayed fervently for his people. He continued to ask that the Lord would help them come back to church. He fasted and worked to connect with the people. He never or he never. Uh, sacrificed the truth of who Christ was to make it easier, but always presented the, the faith in its fullness. And even when he met with resistance or people who were uh, frustrated with him, rejected him, he battled and continued to fight against the culture of the day. The local people were entrenched in a worldly pursuit, you know, looking for worldly pleasures. They were not invested in seeking the things of heaven. St. John Vianney never tired of seeking the lost sheep. We know that his efforts bore great fruit. Over time, the people of ours became committed followers of Christ. They were converted. They received instruction in the faith. They were nourished through the sacraments and especially through the Mass. So St. John Vianney is the patron of priests because he's an example of a priest who loves his people enough to sacrifice for them and tirelessly work to bring them to God. The ideal pastor is a faithful and prudent steward of the resources that God gives and shares and entrusts to him. We as priests are culpable when we fail to help our people strive for heaven. When we are content to keep the peace or not rock the boat or simply pass the time with as much or with as little involvement as possible, that is a problem for us and it's a problem for our people. When we fail to encourage them to seek the things of heaven, we fail them and we fail ourselves. Of course, there's a need to balance all of these things, right? To always preach and teach and, and shepherd with charity, with love, lead with love. 
to be able to share the truth is important, addressing the needs of the flock, being available to them. These are all things that are needed and to be centered on Christ first and foremost. As a priest, I understand what it is to desire the sanctification of my people. I hunger for that, for your eternal salvation. I, I desire that greatly. I personally witness and watch the members of my flock struggle to remain faithful, struggle at times when they see family or friends who seem disconnected from the church. Every person who loves Christ and who fervently desires to be a faithful follower and a prudent steward of what is given to them also knows and feels their own weakness. We all experience that in different ways. It can be a heavy burden for us to carry when we see the effects of our own failures, when we see our own faults become the stumbling blocks for those who we love. That can be a very painful experience for us. We're not the church of the perfect. Sorry to burst the bubble. We are the church of those who are striving to be God's servants by His grace to seek heaven. We're not the church of the sinless. We are the church of sinners who have known and experienced God's mercy. We are not the church of the popular opinion or fashion. We are the church which holds to Christ through all things, whatever the cost may be. We have the, whether the cost is our reputation, our livelihoods, or even our lives. As Catholics, we are called to remain rooted in Christ. We may not be able to fast and pray like St. John Vianney. We may not be able to be a witness of holiness like he was. But each one of us can continue the path towards heaven. No matter where we, have, where we are or where we've been or what obstacles lie ahead, there's always, there's always a path to eternal life. There's always a path towards heaven open to us, to each one of us. We may not see the triumph of the church in our lifetimes. Our mother, the church, seems to be filled with contradictions today. We see that all around us. Her foundation seems to be crumbling in some ways. Her clergy and ministers seem to have failed us in just about every possible way. And these failures are on full display. However, Christ will not abandon his flock. He will provide for his church. He will fulfill his promises to us. Even if we share the... And if we share the cross with him, if we keep asking for his mercy, if we remain resolute in our commitment to follow him, there will be a restoration. There will be a restoration for us personally. There will be a restoration for the church as a whole someday. Like the patriarchs, though, we might have to see this and wait for a long time for the coming of Christ. We, too, may have to accept that what we seek will occur after our lives, not during our lives. We may be, it may be that our lives require a patient and hidden suffering of following the Lord in difficult times. If this is Jesus' will for us, he will give us the strength to carry on and to follow through, to bear it. So as your pastor, I can't give you perfection. I can't compel you to follow Christ. I can't fix the church or the world. But I can continue walking towards Christ with you. I can continue to point the way towards Him. I can continue to offer you the sacraments, the teachings of the church, and the presence of Christ. What you need to do 
what each one of us needs to decide is whether we are interested in this joint venture of being a committed follower of Jesus. It will be a cross. There's no doubt. There will be a cross to carry. It won't be popular, probably. It won't be a path to worldly accolades. But it is the path to heavenly glory. It is the path which unites us to Christ. And each one of us was born for this time. Each one of us has been given what we need to follow Jesus. When the Lord comes, what will he find us doing? How are we spending our lives? How are we using what has been given to us? We are not ignorant. We are not ignorant of what our Master's will is. So we are responsible for what and how we use our allotted time and resources. It is my prayer that when the Lord comes, he may find us faithfully and prudently carrying out his will.